So once you enter the museum, you'll enter a new a place which is old, but at the same time with new uh, information. Because a lot of people come to us asking us about Armenians, who we are, what we are. And a lot of people don't know about it. So what happens is when you come to this museum, you will see something which I think most of us don't know because there are a lot of um, information about Armenians that existed here in Jerusalem even before Christ, which means 70 years before Christ when Dikran the Great, who is the king of Armenia then, came here until Akko. So once you enter the museum, you will see, of course, in front of you, the mosaic which was found in Ustrara in uh, uh, 1894, which is a masterpiece from the 3rd century and was found in the 6th century. This is one. Second, you will go all around the museum in the first floor down, and you will, see, you will uh, read about the Armenians, how did they come here, why are they here, and who brought them here in a way, and about the Armenian ceramics, and how people used to bring gifts to uh, Jerusalem, to the church, from Kutahia, where Armenians used to do Armenian ceramics. And two of these families are the Karakashians and Balians, who are still here in this city doing the same art. Then you go up to the second floor, where it talks about the Armenian genocide, how the Armenians went through a very difficult time in 1915 where the Turks massacred about a million and a half Armenians. So you will read about it, and you will read about the orphans who were in this building, in this apartment, the place itself. And, of course, you will see a bit of the, the first printing press that, was, uh, that existed in Jerusalem. It was Armenian. And of course, you will, re you will see a small movie about the Armenian genocide and how it happened and where did it happen. So the museum has uh, different functions. So yes. Visitors can learn about the history of the community in Jerusalem, the Armenian people, and also about the genocide. Now, Turkey still yes. denies the killings during World War I represented a genocide. Do yes. you hope that your museum telling the story will persuade people otherwise? Actually, we hope so, because actually a lot of people do uh, believe that um, the massacre happened and the genocide happened. It's unfortunately the governments who deny it, because they have other political reasons. That's why. But otherwise, um, everybody knows there has been a genocide. And when they come here, they will see the reality and they will live it, just like we live it every day in our family. Now tell us a little bit about the building that the museum uh, is situated in. Okay, the building, it was mainly made uh, in 1856, if I'm not mistaken, either 56 or 53, I always get mixed up. It was built for the pilgrims. The, you know, people just started coming here as pilgrims to see the church and the, Arme the Armenian convent, also Jerusalem. So they needed a place to stay. So the Armenian community and the church made this building as a pilgrim's house for the visitors. It, it stayed like that until the, um, a few years in the 1900s. It became as a seminary place for the priests. So they start, started living here and studying here. 
Then when 1915 came, a lot of orphans came, and they had no place to stay. And, you know, orphans, about 860 children, they didn't have a place to go, and they, we didn't want them to be under tents. So they took out all the priests, they put them in another building, and put all the orphans here. And now when you come here, you will see the writings of the orphans on the walls. You will see them, you know, carving them, their names. So we had 860 orphans until they stayed there from 19, around 1520 until the 30s, 1937, if I'm not mistaken. And afterwards, they, each one left, some left to another country, some stayed here in, the, in houses and so on. That's where they decided to make it back to a seminary. It stayed so until 1960. 60, uh, they, they decided to make it as a museum. It started as a very simple museum, but then uh, it closed and then reopened and closed again, then reopened in the 80s, then it closed for about eight, 25 years, 20 to 25 years, when there was a very rich person who has an organization in the U.S., that helps organizations or churches or buildings to be re uh, renovated. So when they heard about this museum, they said, okay, we, will, we are able to renovate. Their names are Mardigian, Ellen and Edward Mardigian. So they renovated the place, and that's where we thought also, even, uh, now that the mosaic is Armenian and it's for us, why not bring it here and put it in this place before it used to be in Mustrara? So we brought it from Mustrara here, and it took us about five years until we finished everything, and we opened the place again. Okay, finally a word on the Armenian community that still lives in the old city. Um, is there a future for the community here? Is it growing? Or are young people marrying out and, and leaving the country? We've been here more than 2,000 years, so we're going to stay here and we're going to survive staying here. Yes, we will be here. Young people, they are here. Some of them think of leaving the country, but some also, they prefer staying here. First of all, because it's a holy land, and uh, they're used to living here. They have no other place to go. Listen, nowadays, if you go anywhere else, it's, not, it's worse than the situation here. At least here, in a way, uh, you have your own community, you have your church, you have your uh, school, uh, the museum now, which keeps us even stronger and stronger, and it shows people who we are exactly. And um, yes, we have still future here.